It seemed that entrepreneurship and spirituality were in conflict. But they were mistaken. There is a profound art to building high-performance business that expands the soul. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is what we are here to explore. This is the Pure Power Podcast. I am your host, Oliver Philbock. Welcome. What's up, tribe? Welcome to episode number three of the Pure Power Podcast. Today we will be diving into the zone of genius and I am very happy that you are joining me for this episode. In the last episode, we explored the subtle spiritual dimension of inner guidance through the vibration of the heart. And we found that pure power is synonymous with being one with creation. So letting all of creation express itself through you by making yourself conducive. And so today, in this episode, we will bring this spiritual depth into the space of entrepreneurship. And we will speak specifically about what is required to lead your company and your venture from this place inside. So if you haven't checked out the last episode and you want to get a deeper insight into the spiritual backbone of this, then I highly recommend you check it out. And today we will ground this into a more applied, real-life, kind of tangible expression. Before we dive in, this podcast and this episode is sponsored by Pure Power Coaching. We support high-performing entrepreneurs to make the inner shifts that amplify both the expansion of the soul and the expansion of the business. And we've literally had people raising millions of dollars in funding. I right now have a client who is setting up his proprietary private equity fund and collecting funding Again, we're talking millions and millions. We've had people scaling their companies. We've had people really nailing what we will talk about in today's session and then working less while achieving a record year in their seven-figure business. So lots of really cool stuff has been happening here. And if you yourself are an entrepreneur who is both open to grow your business and who wants to expand into their soul, then this may be just right for you. So check it out on my website, www.thepurepower.de or connect with me on Instagram or LinkedIn and let's have a chat. Now let's dive in, into the zone of genius. So the question is, how can we bring pure power into our business and create from this place where we both expand the soul and build a rockingly successful business? For this, I find it important to take a quick look at how most of our businesses are built nowadays. So a little bit of a historical analysis, we can say. We will find that most businesses that exist right now and that have been successful in the last couple of decades were largely built based on the mind, on the mind of the entrepreneur. Yeah. So this is also what we learn. We go to university, we study about business, we learn all those models, market analysis and this and that and SWOT analysis and whatnot. Um, many, many mental strategies and many, many mental tactics for product development, product placement, marketing, sales, the whole shebang, yeah? scripts, this, that. Now, that's fine. And of course, the mind is an incredibly powerful tool. However, it is just good to be aware that the 
ultimate function of the mind is division. So mind looks at something and it divides it in order to try to comprehend what it is. Yeah, If you look around now while you're listening to this podcast and let's say you're walking in the street, you just like just look into the street. Yeah, What does the mind do? Well, it dissects whatever you perceive into smaller parts and then conceptualizes those parts. For example, you may look around and you see a car. Well, car in itself is a mental concept. Yeah? It's a division. It's dividing the totality of your perception and saying, okay, there's different things. There's a car, there's a house, there's a person, there's some dog poop <laughs> in the street, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, but there's a divisive function. It's dividing whatever you see and breaking it up. And then we can look even closer. Okay. And the car consists of this and that and this and that, this part, uh, like windshield wiper, mirror, like whatever. Yeah. But so essentially, again, the mind divides in order for us to try to get a grasp on reality. When we build something based on the mind, the problem is that through the division, we tend to miss important aspects because we kind of get a little bit into a bit of a mental tunnel. Yeah, so very often I see entrepreneurs who have built something, they have a successfully running company, Let's say they're making high six figures or seven figures with whatever they do. But actually, they in creating these processes and they're replicating and scaling and so on, they lost the joy in what they're doing because they're so deep into their tunnel. Yeah, And this tunnel, this mental tunnel has gradually, gradually placed more and more limitations on their creativity and on what they are actually doing within the company. A new product cannot be launched because it doesn't work well with this kind of a strategy and with that kind of a targeting and doesn't fit this kind of a branding and so on. Yeah, so all these aspects create gradually, gradually more and more of a solidified tunnel. And then what happens? Well, it may work, so the company may be growing, but suddenly the entrepreneur comes to me and they say, wow, I'm not enjoying this. I feel trapped by my business. I get up in the morning, I'm already feeling anxious about all the emails that are awaiting me there in my post, in my inbox. Yeah, and the growth is steady, but it's also not astronomical. It's also not yet completely exploding and setting me free. Yeah, and on Sunday, maybe I'm I've still been working on the weekend, but already I have the Sunday dreads looking at the next week ahead. So this is a very clear indication that you as an entrepreneur have come into such a mental tunnel. And the solution here is to widen again the vision on things. And instead of building your business solely based on the mind, bringing in your heart. And the heart has a very different function than the mind. The heart doesn't divide. The heart unites. And the heart makes new things possible. The heart doesn't look like the mind and looks at all the limitations and then sees, okay, what now can be possible? But the heart just comes with this spontaneous impulse. And we spoke about this in the last episode, this primordial vibration of the heart, the creative impulse, the enthusiasm that just wants to create something. 
And for most people I know who have built successful businesses, this is actually how they started. It started with this impulse inside, something you know, like a, a longing, a yearning to build something cool with a drive, with a creative, real creative urge. And then over time through the mental tunnel, they have forgot this a little bit and they only came into the mode of scaling and processes and mental operation, but they have lost their heart on the way. So time to bring it back. And one of the most important tools in my work that I see working extremely well with many entrepreneurs is the model called the zone of genius. And I'm referencing here to a brilliant author called Gay Hendricks and his book, The Big Leap. Highly recommend. I've recommended this to many of my clients and I recommend it to all of you. Amazing book. And it's taking these concepts in a very, very grounded and very entrepreneurial way. So not just looking at the spiritual side of things, but also really looking into the business applications. So it's kind of looking from a different angle. Beautiful book. And what does Gay Hendrick say in his book? Well, he says that we have four zones that we are operating in when it comes to our capability. We have a zone of incompetence, we have a zone of competence, a zone of excellence, and a zone of genius. Yeah, so incompetence is quite clear. When we do something that we are just really not cut out to do, then it's frustrating and also doesn't bring any results. Yeah? For example, if I were to... Let's say cleaning the house. I'm really bad. I really tried. I really gave it my best for quite a few years of my life, but I'm just really horrible at it. Like I can be cleaning here the whole day and take the mop and the brush and all the different tools and in the end it still doesn't look clean. Yeah. So this zone of incompetence is just something to avoid and something that we shouldn't be engaging with unless we turn it into a specific practice for us. Yeah? But we shouldn't be building our business on the basis of our incompetence. I think that's quite clear. Yeah? The zone of competence is where we can do something reasonably well. So we kind of covered up our weaknesses, but we're still not really great at what we do. The zone of excellence, this is where it starts to get more interesting. Because When we come into this mental tunnel, often what happens for the founders of these companies is that they have kind of become a bit trapped in their zone of competence and in their zone of excellence. What does it mean? Well, they are doing something that they're actually really good at and maybe someone, nobody else in the company can do it that well. Yeah, So there's also a bit of a, a staffing problem oftentimes but it doesn't really completely light them up. Yeah, it's like answering all those emails every day, coordinating all those different processes in the company, but it's not really giving them the lifeblood. It's not really lighting them up. In the morning, they wake up with anxiety yeah, instead of waking up feeling excited for the day. So this is the zone of excellence. You're really good at it, but there's still, it's not your fullest expression, whatever you do. And your fullest expression, that is your zone of genius, where you are uniquely positioned to deliver whatever it is that you do. It's like really, really unique capability, something that nobody else can do in the company. And quite likely, this is what has made your company successful in the first place, 
because you started with an idea that really lit you on fire and that you got really excited about. And that is an indication that it's coming out of your genius if it's lighting you up from the inside out. And then you built it and that's what made it successful. But then at some point there came this switch into managing people, managing processes, managing the organization, da, da, da. your zone of excellence, maybe your zone of competence. But the genius kind of got crowded out. Yeah? And in the tunnel at some point, maybe there was not even a perceived space for the genius because it didn't fit anymore with pricing strategies and market analysis and competitor analysis and what, what not. This is the point where you start to lose your spark for what you do and where the company moves from exponential quantum leaping growth into a more forecastable, foreseeable, predictable growth. It's exactly in this shift. So what to do here? Yeah, well... It is about bringing back your genius into your company. And you can identify your genius in the overlapping of your talents, your skills, and the things that really light you up. That's your genius. In the last episode, we spoke about flow states and things like this, like where you become one with creation when you're, whatever, surfing, stepping onto the wave, or playing in different spots, you forget about everything, you just become one with the moment, or in lovemaking, or in meditation, or while watching the waves of the ocean, or a starry sky, and you just become one with, with the universe, with the cosmos. That's what we're talking about. Your genius is where you forget time. You forget that you even exist as a separate person. So what's the first step here? Well, very simple. It is to ask yourself as the founder of the company, what do you actually want? What do you actually want? What do you actually want to build? What do you actually want to create? How would you like to spend your day today? Because guess what? Life actually gets to feel good and your company gets to be a paradise for yourself and something that sets you free instead of something that imprisons you in processes and in management systems and in all this stuff and in politics. When you are thriving as the founder of the company, your whole company is thriving. And this is the deepest service that you can make to your people, to your employees, to your clients, and ultimately to the world. Now, provided that your company is doing something beautiful, which I am assuming here because that's when it feels good in your heart. And that's this initial spark of genius. It feels good. It feels good. And we've had so beautiful examples of this in this work with my clients. We've had an amazing, incredible fashion designer, for example. And she built her company, super successful, really beautiful company. And over time, she became more of a manager of the company and she had less time for the actual design and we did this work to look together what is your actual genius where do you forget time where do you forget that you exist that you exist as a separate person and it turns out it's in the design in the design yeah genius the other thing she's really good at managing people and doing all of these things but her genius is in the design 
So what is the next step? Well, it is to start to build your business as a temple for your zone of genius, not a place where you sacrifice and you keep doing the things that are sucking your energy away and you sacrifice your lifeblood for another 10% growth year over year or something like this. Yeah, and you're kind of every day you're sacrificing, sacrificing, answering emails that you don't want to be answering. But instead, building your whole company as a temple to bring you into the state where you are just becoming one with existence constantly, delivering out of your genius. When I speak about this with entrepreneurs and with my clients, many say, yes, yes, of course, this is what I do. I do exactly this. <laughs> But when we start to dig in, we find that very few actually do it. Very few actually do it. Yeah. So you can look into your week, you can look into your schedule for the week and you can look at all the things that you have planned and you can see what is actually giving you energy, what is lighting you up and what feels like a drain. And the things that feel like a drain, they are not in your zone of genius. And then again, raising this question, okay, what do I actually really, really want? How do I actually want to be spending my time here? So the task here is, and the question is, how can we build your whole company so that we delegate those things to others or eliminate them completely or find other ways to work with them and get you fully into your zone? And this is where a lot of things come up for people. Yeah, Many pitfalls, guilt, a hidden subconscious guilt. Wow. Yeah. Am I actually worthy of living like this, of enjoying so much to build my company? Everybody seems to be suffering so much. Yeah? Everybody is hustling in the entrepreneurial culture. It's kind of like even a bit of a prized thing. If you say, okay, I'm working 80 hours a week or even more, people will be like, oh, great, great. Yeah, super great entrepreneur and so on. Yeah, so this guilt and this hustle mentality is really something prized also in the community but why you know, why well there's a guilt and somehow an unworthiness in the subconscious as if yeah it makes us more special if we sacrifice ourselves doing things that we don't enjoy and then we kind of earn some kind of a cross you know like martyrdom okay i sacrificed myself for this i sacrificed my whole life to build this thing why it's not necessary It's not necessary. What is necessary is for you to become really clear about your genius and then to do that powerfully. Yeah. So again, this guilt, this unworthiness gets in the way. And it's one reason that is working in people's unconscious mind or subconscious mind that keeps them out of really building a business that suits them. Scarcity consciousness, yeah? hidden fear, lack of clarity, What if it doesn't work? What if there's not enough money? It's bringing up all those things for you to see as the entrepreneur of the company. And that, dear listener, is where we're entering the dimension of spiritual development. Because this is the moment where you get to learn to trust in creation. Creation is trying to express something through you and you can feel it in your heart as the enthusiasm, as the joy to do something, to be in your genius, 
and your mental patterns are now coming and are saying, oh, but what if there's not enough money? What if I don't find the right hire? What if it doesn't work? Yeah, it's like you standing on the cliff and being invited to take a leap into the arms of creation and trust trusting your heart which is connecting you to all that is as we spoke in the last episode how much can you trust this creative impulse and trust that it is here for your highest benefit this is the work in the spiritual side the work is to learn to trust and to listen to your depth and to your heart and to actually enjoy uh, life and yourself and to be fulfilled even while you're building your business. On the entrepreneurial side, it is to build something truly remarkable. And you're only going to build something truly remarkable from your zone of genius. I can tell you that. You can build something successful from your zone of excellence and from your zone of competence and scale and hustle and automate, fine. Yeah? But to build something truly remarkable Well, you have to dig really deep into your inside, into your genius, into that which makes you uniquely you in order to bring that forward. There is no other way. From here, yeah, trusting this impulse, you naturally position yourself outside of the competition because the heart, this heart's impulse is so, so creative. It's bringing things that have never been here before. Coming back to the example of the fashion designer, my client. Yeah, what did she do once we, once we looked into this assessment? Well, she hired a COO to take care of all the things that she was good at, her zone of excellence, but that didn't light her up to make more space for her zone of genius, for her design. Yeah, and the same year, she had a record year afterwards, again, in honing in more deeply into her genius into her design. And we've seen many beautiful processes like this. Another dear client who was running investment syndications and doing that successfully, yeah, and successful investor, successful operator and entrepreneur, but really deep in his heart was this desire to create a private equity fund. So guess what we did yeah, and what is currently unfolding? So much beauty there, so much exponential growth and success team is already together, they're speaking with investors, it's going really well. And it all comes from this initial desire of really looking into what the heart really wants to express and then making space for this genius. Another founder, a tech founder, who completely restructured his role after doing this work and completely changed his position as the CEO of the company and what actually he was working on in his day to day. And guess what? It enabled them to raise significantly more capital for the company and to achieve the yearly goal for the company already in the first four months of operation. But it was only possible because this creative impulse opened up new ways and broke this mental tunnel that had been created to bring new opportunities, more new ways of seeing things, and then new product placements, new pricing strategies, and so on. But again, with this uplifting, beautiful, creative, innocent impulse, that is pure power. But again, it takes a lot of trust to actually do it and to actually go and look into 
What are the things that are draining your energy? Where are you losing energy? And then taking all the necessary steps to make your business into a paradise also. Into something that you really, really enjoy and that you look forward to in the morning. And guess what? When you are really enjoying what you do, well, then you are also delivering at your best. Yeah, it really is that simple. People still think, okay, if they are going to be hustling and sacrificing at every step of the way, they're going to get more output. But the truth is, you will only get the really remarkable output, the output that really sets you apart when you enjoy also what you do. There's nothing wrong with hustling if you enjoy it. Yeah, then go ahead. Yeah, but sacrificing every day and doing things that you dread doing, that's not the way. That is a way to scale something while selling your soul. The way to grow something exponentially while expanding your soul is to come into your zone of genius. So a quote here in closing from Eckhart Tolle, be at least as interested in what goes on inside you as what happens outside. If you get the inside right, the outside will fall into place. End of quote. And this has been also my experience with this and the experience of many clients. You get to enjoy. You get to enjoy. Uh, remember, you are always already free. Your heart is in itself the primordial freedom. So you get to cultivate that, enjoy that while building something beautiful and impactful at the same time. So on a very practical note, if you want to be doing this work, I'm just going to recommend once again the practice that I said during this episode. Look at your week ahead and just look at all the things that you have that are draining your energy. So you can really make a bit like an energy audit And look at what is giving you energy and what is draining your energy. And how do you actually want to be spending your days and your week ahead? And then just make an honest assessment and you will see just from this where actually you are being enlivened and being guided into your fullness and where you're giving something away. And then based on this energy audit, the next step will be to take appropriate choices, whatever that may be for you. Maybe a hiring decision, maybe a pricing decision, a redesign decision of your products. Yeah, you will know what to do based on this, how to convert this into a situation where at least 80% of your time is spent in the zone of genius. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please click like and subscribe to the podcast to be up to date for the next episodes. I'm really happy to be sharing this journey. We will have some awesome interviews coming in soon and we will keep diving into the world of pure power where both the soul expands and the business expands exponentially at the same time. Peace out, many blessings, and I will see you soon. <laughs>